Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to episode eight of the Surgecast, presented by Shocked Energy and Primal X Hockey. I'm your host, Zach Martin. Thank you, everyone who uh, came over to listen to episode eight of the show. We are officially Matt Cullen uh, episodes into the show. Uh, longtime former Hurricane. Um, so we have a great show lined up for, uh, today for you guys. You know, I'm going to talk about the just Barry Cook and EME contract extension with the Hurricanes, basically the worst kept secret in all of Raleigh. So that was really exciting that finally got announced. So I will be talking about that today because I know there is a couple people who definitely want to hear me talk about it. Bailey, I am talking about you. <laughs> believe me, I saw your tweet and I believe me, I definitely wanted to talk about this uh, contract extension. And um, also going to talk about the Max Domi trade that happened at the very very end of the trade deadline at three o'clock we all thought okay the hurricanes didn't make any moves and probably about a half hour later maybe a little bit less it comes out of the hurricanes did make a move and they got max domi so and one other player so i will talk about that as well and we got actually got uh fan questions as well so it's good to have some fan questions back writing solo today uh gonna do that for the next couple weeks just to you know get back into more of the hurricanes talk you know try to get you know, all the thoughts of, you know, what's going for the past week and then what's going to come up for next week, as I will talk about the Dallas game that happened on Thursday night. Uh, for the purpose of the timeline, I am recording today on Saturday. So for those of you who know, we'll know what's going to happen tonight being Saturday uh, against the St. Louis Blues. So when you hear this tomorrow on Sunday, you'll know what happened in Sunday's game. So we'll talk about, you know, a little bit about that as well just for a little bit not a whole lot don't do a lot of game previews and stuff like that um but yeah so basically that is what the rundown is going to be today uh the just very cockney trade or the extension with the max domi trade and also um answering some fan questions so really exciting uh show today um it's very exciting for the fact we also picked up the good sponsor of shocked energy i will talk about them later on I'm in the show to talk about them. But before I jump into a whole lot of the hockey talk, I want to do a quick mention about our main uh, our OG original day one sponsor of Primo X Hockey. If you guys are looking for any type of hockey equipment and or apparel, make sure to check out the guys over at Primo X Hockey at PrimoXHockey.com. They got everything from, you know, stick blade protectors. If you're taking your uh, indoor rink outside, if you want to use it there, they do have uh, protectors for that so your stick doesn't get chewed up. Um, they also got green pucks, you know, you know, more so for outdoor pucks, stuff like that. They got laces, they got, 
you know, a whole bunch of, you know, really great hockey equipment and make sure to check that, you know, make sure to hit them up for that on their website. And they also have hoodies, t-shirts, really cool hats that they just came out re- with recently. So definitely have to check them out too. And if you do make an order with them soon, you might even get a free koozie out of it with the new Primo X hockey logo. I don't usually use koozies very much, but that is the one that is my only koozie that I use. And I basically use it for any type of drink that I have, whether it be pop or soda from whatever region you're in and also your favorite beer storm brews or whatever you like to drink so make sure that's really cool to have so make sure to check out primo x hockey um over there at primoxhockey.com for anything that you would want and the good thing is too they're also a raleigh based company so shop local support local so it's a really cool thing and they actually do uh free u.s shipping uh so if you're now, in North Carolina, if you're not able to go and pick it up at the actual warehouse there in Raleigh, which is like 15 minutes from the arena at PNC, uh, you definitely get your stuff delivered, and it's free. And the guys are really great. they really great, you know, easy to talk to, great fast shipping. So, like I said, make sure to check out the original OG day one sponsors of Primark Hockey based out of Raleigh, North Carolina. So the first thing we're going to jump into today, like I said, it's the Just Barry Cook and the Emmy, you know, contract extension, which is basically the worst kept secret all in Raleigh because it was like two weeks ago was kind of announced that the team had came to a deal, quote unquote deal um, with KK, but due to rules of how many years a certain term has, you either do the contract, you announce it right away or you got to wait until a later date. To have that announced, and basically it was around right around the trade deadlines when you were allowed to do the eight years or more type of deal. So that's why this one wasn't officially official yet. So that's why they had to wait until March 21st to get that legally signed per the league rules. Rather, if it was like a seven-year deal, we would have known about this and be official about two or so weeks ago. So that's kind of why with how the NHL is, is the fact that it's how the league has its rules in terms of figuring out when teams can sign a certain player based on how the long of the term that contract is. So basically with it being eight years, that's way of a later date. So the contract um, that Josh Barry did sign is for eight years and $38.56 million, which comes out to a cap hit of 4.82 million per season um for the next eight years starting uh next season for the 2022-2023 season and that will wrap up at the end of the 29-30 season so in terms of his contract right now that with the hurricane signing to that offer sheet he is making 6.1 million dollars well 6.1 million and like 35 dollars with that 20 dollar bonus because you know the hurricanes like to be petty like that when it comes to the Montreal Canadiens. So he is at a 6.1, um, which for his cap hit percentage, which is how much his contract hits the cap, uh, his current one-year $6.1 million deal is taking up 7.48% of the actual cap. So when his new contract hits next season, that will go down to 5.91% of the cap hit percentage so it's a nice little dip we're going from seven four to five nine um it's a really a great it's a fantastic deal um big shout out to cap friendly for having all the information to be able to let us know his cap hit percentage how long it is you know what's his aav 
all the bonuses, base salaries, all that good stuff. Um, another thing too with his deal, he does have a clause for a modified no trade clause, which that doesn't kick in until the twenty five twenty six season so for the last five years of his deal he does have a modified no trade clause which basically means it's not a full to move clause where it's the entire league he has to waive it for everyone the modified is he basically i think for it depends on how many teams it is usually it's 10 he will have to send into the team uh i think it's july it's either june 31st or july 31st i wish i forget which one it is but it's one of those two dates where the player has to do, they have to turn in their modified no trade clause list, like what's been going on with Evgeny Dadanov in Vegas, where he turned it into Ottawa. Apparently, Ottawa never sent it to Vegas, and Vegas tried to trade him to Anaheim. Unfortunately, Anaheim was one of his 10 teams that he did not want to be traded to, so that contract was voided, or the trade was voided. So that's basically what that modified no trade clause is, basically the fact that Jasperi has to give the Hurricanes his modified list of, all right, I know if you train me, it's fine. It's just you can't train me to X number of teams, and these are the teams that are listed. So that is where the modified no trade clause comes in. And that, like I said, that doesn't kick in until the 25 26 season. So the Hurricanes do have him, like I said, for the next eight years, but the no trade clause kicks in at 25. 26 and every year his aav is 4.82 so it doesn't go up doesn't go down it basically stays the same which is that nice little 38.56 across the board which is great because the fact that also earlier this season the hurricanes came to an extension with andres fetchikov which is also another eight-year deal that kicks in next season as well so basically the hurricanes will have the number two and the number three overall picks from that same draft and they're basically got them both locked up for eight years together towards the end of the 2030, 20 to 29, 2030 season, which blows my mind that the Hurricanes, through the sheer will of the hockey gods or whatever you want to call it, the fact that they got the second and the third overall picks from the same draft. And it seems like just very loves being in Carolina. You know, he's been saying for the last couple weeks, he like, when he moved to Carolina, it's where he, you know, remembered why he loved playing hockey. He loves the area and stuff like that, too. And the fact that, you know, he's also united with a good number of Finns on the team as well. You know, Sebastian Ajo, Teva Teravine, Antti Ranta, or, you know, in, you know Beach, uh, which is translated, you know, from, fin- from Finnish to uh, English. So, yeah, it's crazy the fact that it's a good thing, the fact that Jesperi is in an area where, He's loving he's loving the play in the hockey here. He loves the fans and the fact that he's you know linked up with a lot of a fellow countrymen, like I said, in Ajo, Terra Vinan, and Ranta. So it's really cool to see just how he's got into the team, he's been playing really well. He's basically guys he's already beaten his career high in points. So he's already having a career year. And then for the fact that he's doing this on the quote unquote fourth line which everyone knows with Rod Brendamore, there's no really four lines with the Hurricanes. But for the fact that he managed, he's still been playing a lot of fourth-line minutes. He has played a couple other spots on the lineup for the most part, but it's been definitely a lot of fourth-line time for him being here in Carolina under Rod Brendamore's system. And everyone knows for how it's been with Rod. It's that the Hurricanes have been making the playoffs every year, been one of the you know top contenders every year. So there's really no 
no surprise for the fact that the way Rod Burnmore has this team coach and the way he has their play going and the fact that it's worked to where guys love being here, guys don't really want to go, and for the fact that Jasperi was like, let's do it. Now the fact that Hurricanes got him for eight years under, which with him playing on fourth line minutes. Now, there's probably a good case where you're probably going to see him next year, maybe move up to the second line, depending on what the team does with the contracts with Neo Nita Ryder, you know, Vincent Trocheck, because they're both going to be unrestricted free agents at the end of the year. So it's curious to see what the Hurricanes do in terms of how they're going to play, if they're going to bring those guys back or if they're going to bring just Barry, um, you know, up to the second line, give him some top six minutes, you know, quote unquote top six minutes. Cause like I said, Rod Burnmore doesn't really have lines compared to, you know, you can tell the teams like Toronto or, you know, Vegas sometimes, or you're talking like a lot of these other teams where you can tell there's only your two lines and it's just everybody else. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what the team does with that. But, yeah, it was really cool to see Jasperi um, stick with the Hurricanes. So the undersecret free agents, they are going to have the end of the season. to Go, go over that real quick. I know they got, uh, before, yeah, for the 22-23 season, uh, Nita, Nita Ryder, Vincent Trocheck, uh, Max Domi. Um, is also going to be a UFA. Derek Stepan, Ian Cole, and uh, Brandon Smith are also going to be um, – unrestricted free agents they do have some restricted free agents in ethan bear anthony d'angelo or tony basically everyone calls him uh steven lorenz uh and martin nietzsche's as well and you know go over just go over the roster real quick because the fact that if you're looking at neo nita rider um you know he's 5.25 million for this season 6.4 percent of the cap um, I know a lot of people really want Nina to stay. I know I'm, I really want, want him to stay. So it's curious to see what the hurricanes can do um, in terms of that. If he can come back for like maybe four and a half or five, that wouldn't be a bad deal for the hurricanes. I guess it all depends if Nina wants to stay in Carolina, maybe take a little bit less of a hit to bring him back and bring a lot of other guys back. Cause of, as of right now, looking at the actual cap, they only have $467,500 um left on their current cap space um with their today's cap hit of uh 84.492 million dollars and they're fully loaded out on their contracts they have 50 of 50 um with the roster being up to 23 right now and according to cap friendly their projected cap hit is 83.8 million dollars which they do have 2.3 it's tied into the long-term injury reserve list as well with that one player being uh jake garner taken up you know five, technically five percent of the cap but is really not because of the fact that he's on LTIR status but he is still under contract with the hurricanes um through the 22-23 season where his you know his cap would be four million dollars um, with the team lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But so it's interesting what the team does, like I said, with Smith, what they're going to do with Ian Cole, you know, step on. 
Max Domi, Vincent Trocek, and Nino Nidra. Even for Vincent Trocek, you know, he's 4.75 million, taking about 5.8% of the cap. Um, he's 28, Nino's 29. You would love to see maybe keeping both of them in some capacity, maybe for about the same money or maybe less, just to try to fit in all the other contracts with the team as well, because you've got a lot of RFAs you're going to have to resign if you keep, you know, Martin Nietzsche's who next year is coming off his ELC and he's a restricted free agent. Even Steven Lorenz, they both came in, um, you know, per trade, see what they're going to do with that as well. You know, with, you know, through the draft, see what they want to do. And then, you know, Ethan Bear, they just got racing with the trade. He's making 2 million this year, only 2.5% of the cap. And he's 24. You would love to see Ethan Bear stay here a long term because, you know, just, it seems like he's been playing really well as a late and you want him to grow with this core. Cause you got, you know, Jacob Slavin through the 24, 25 season at 5.3 million. We got Brady Shea through the 23, 24 season at four at 5.25. And then Brett Pesci is signed through the same year as Brady Shea at around 4 million and 25,000. And like you also got Ian Cole coming off the bucks with his 2.9. Brendan Smith is 800,000. And Tony D'Angelo is also an R is also an RFA with Ethan Bear, and those two guys are picking up about three million together. But the way Tony D'Angelo has been playing this year, it's curious to see where his contract is going to be at for next season. So I don't know if the Hurricanes can keep him at a decent, let's say three three and a half, maybe four million. It depends on if he wants to stay here and make that, or if he wants to maybe move on and get a bigger contract or it's like seven, $8 million and be like a top two guy. Cause Tony D'Angelo is only 26. So he's still young. He still can go and get, you know, go get the money if he wants to, depending on if he wants to go and do that. So it all really just depends on, on if he wants to stay in Carolina for a reasonable, you know, amount. And you would hope to hope so too for Ethan Barry to see if he's able to, if he wants to stay here long-term as well, both those guys being 24 and 26. Brandon Smith, I don't know if the Hurricanes are going to keep him. He is 33. Same with Ian Cole because there's a lot of guys, even in the minors, that Carolyn might want to look at, you know, with Jalen Chatfield and a bunch of others as well. So it's curious to see what Carolina does with their two RFAs and the two UFAs. If the Hurricanes do keep Ethan Barry and Tony D'Angelo in a certain reasonable rate, that will have them with five defensemen um you know signed through next season and it depends on who they bring in or they bring guys up as well so it really depends and unless you know ian cole or brendan smith want to stay for a reasonable contract as well because um ethan bears 2.5 percent of the cap Ted jangelo's 1.2 and then you got ian cole at 3.6 and then brandon smith is only at uh one percent of the cap um in terms of the goalies hurricanes are fine um 6.5 million between you know freddie anderson and anti ranta um Frederick Anderson's also on a modified no trade clause. His contract ends at the end of next season, uh, the 22-23 season, where he's got $4.5 million, and Antti Ranta has got two. Um, Freddie Anderson's 5.5% of the cap, and uh, Ranta is 2.5. Um, you know, go through the forwards real quick. You got Sebastian Ajo through the 23-24 season, uh, making 8.46, which is 10.4% of the cap. He's 24. That makes sense. Um, Andrei Svechnikov just signed his, um, you know, eight-year deal, so he's nine point five percent of the cap. That's going seven point seven five for the next eight years. Um, like I said, Kakadiami just signed his deal. He's taking about seven point five, uh, but that's going to go down to five nine one. 
Jordan Stahl's, uh contract goes through the 22-23 season. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see if the captain stays because he is making $6 million next year as well and he's a UFA for the 23-21 season. Tivis Hervinen, he is uh, under contract through the 23-24 season as well along with you know Sebastian Ajo. He's at 5.4, taking up 6.6% of the cap. He is 27 um, you would love to hope to see, you know, when we see get closer to the end of the 20, you know, 23, 24, maybe have Tavo sign a longer deal as well. And the same thing with Sebastian Ajo, keep those two guys around with Andre Svechikov and just very cocky. I mean, you have those, you know, four guys, that's a great core to have in terms of a lot of guys who are all under basically going to be under 27, but I think Tavo will be like 29 by the end of his contract. So you're still gonna have a lot of guys. You're going to be remain four core guys be 29 or less locked in for a good number of years uh neo neither like i said vincent Shochek and max domi all their contracts and end at the end of this year max domi is only 1.325 i don't know if you'd want to stay in carolina i could see carolina maybe keeping him depending on what they want to do with nino and vincent and Derek Stepan. so there's a possibility that max domi could stay in carolina or maybe this is a quote-unquote rental deal um where they just want to add some grit and add some you know, a little bit more scoring to the forward line. So I guess it really depends on what Don Waddell and Rod Burnmore won in terms of do you keep Max or do you just keep him for the season and just move on and figure out what you got with everyone else because you have all, you know, Steven Nosen and a whole and Jake Drury and a bunch of guys down there with the Wolves in Chicago. So don't really envy Don Waddell in terms of what's he want to do with these contracts now and guys that he probably wants to bring up, see how they do as well. Uh, Jesper Faust, he is with the team through the 22-23 season. He is making $2 million, which is 2.5% of the cap. Jordan Martinuk is actually signed through the 23-24 season, but he's only making 1.8, which is 2.2% uh, of the cap. And surprisingly, he's a 29. You think he's older, but he's actually one year younger than Jasper Faust. So Jordan Martinuk is with the team uh, through the 23-24 season. Um, Seth Jarvis, he's on his ELC, and he's basically under contract with the team until the you know 24-25 season where he will officially become a restricted free agent. So you would love to see um, him possibly also get closer to that and see where he goes and you know, gets his contract and see how much he wants to make as well because he's only taken 1.1% of the cap. He has 20. He's been playing really well this year as a rookie. You know, There's a lot of potential, a lot of upside with him. You know, he's, He has been bouncing around the lineup a lot, so you would like to see more of a solidified spot within the lineup to see him just be able to stick with the same guys, get you know, keep developing, see what he does with the team, and go from there. But I, I do think Seth Jarvis would fit greatly with this young core of the guys with you know Aho, Svechnikov, Kockniemi, you know Tara Vinen, um, even Martin Nietzsche. It depends on what the Hurricanes do with Martin Nietzsche because, like I said, he's an RFA. Keep him. Same thing with Steven Lorenz. Those both of those guys have been playing a little well, so it'd be nice to keep those guys. Um, on the team as well so that's basically the the roster as it looks like right now how long the guys are going to be here for and how long their contracts are and all that good stuff for the extension so a lot to think about in terms with the hurricanes of what they want to do with that it's definitely going to be something to keep an eye on because i know a lot of people were wondering like what's going to happen to the trade deadline is jordan martin not going to get moved is maybe vincent trocek going to move and the kings are going to bring in some assets you know are they going to go and get a defenseman there's a lot of question marks in the air in terms of the Hurricanes, what they wanted to do, because no one knew what they wanted to do. Don Waddell did say for a long time that you know, 
they're not going to be a team that's going to go out and you know make a rental deal just to make a deal like they want to do something that's going to help short term and long term for the team so i kind of see why they gave up the you know the two guys they did um in the trade for max domi where it's like it's just signing rights for guys who didn't seem like they were going to make the hurricanes anytime soon so i can kind of see why they kind of did something like that because they didn't want to give up draft picks they want to build on the future through the draft develop guys and do stuff like that and that's why they were more open to trading away assets in terms of prospects um more so than giving away draft picks and the thing is they didn't really give up their big prospects either they have basically all their top prospects still on the team so it's kind of like a win-win for Carolina right now in terms of what the future looks like for the team. Um, so it comes down to what happens in the offseason. You know, do you see possibly Vincent Chartrek Dugan moved on? Um, you know, does he move on as a free agent? Same thing with Nino Niederreiter, or do they both get re-signed in Carolina? Um, or do the Hurricanes possibly make moves with their restricted free agents? You know, like I said, the guy's got Martin Nietzsche, so you got Stephen Lorenz. There's a bunch of guys there, you know restricted free agents that teams that they could move on to other teams so i guess it really just depends on what the hurricanes want to do in terms of shaping up the roster for the 22 23 season or they might just find a way to run the team back I maybe mean, with a couple extra additions because the teams are playing really well this year i mean they're the team is not lacking in any effort in terms of their play because right now as the team stands before tonight's game against the St. Louis Blues. Uh, right now, they are at 64 games played, 42-15-7. Um, they are at 91 points with a, a points percentage of .711 and a 55-goal differential. Um, they are three points up on the Pittsburgh Penguins with two games in hand, so Carolina could still you know, get those two extra games and pull farther away from the Penguins. Um, the Rangers are at 87, Washington's at 82, and at this point, with the rest of the division, I don't see Columbus catching them, uh, catching you know Washington, because Columbus is at 68, the Islanders are at 65, uh, the Flyers are at 53, and the New Jersey Devils are at 51. So right now it seems like the top four in the Metropolitan is currently locked in. But with the Hurricanes already being at 91 points um, through 64 games, so they're still... Obviously, they're going to get 100. It's just how far into the 100s are we going? Are we going 107? Are we going 112? It all really depends. But for the fact that the Hurricanes are already at 91 points through 64 games this year before tonight's game uh, against the St. Louis Blues. So, like I said, tomorrow the Hurricanes could still be at 91 or they could have 92 if they go to overtime or who knows? They could be at 93 if they get the win against the Blues. So, I guess it all really depends. In terms of the rest of the league, just to get a league-wide perspective, um, the Colorado Avalanche are at 97 points. They've played one more game than the Hurricanes. And the Florida Panthers have played 63, so they do have a game in hand on Carolina, and they're at 92 points. And Colorado's got a plus 70 goal differential, and Florida's got a plus 75. So right now, it's there's a good like maybe 5-6 team race for... You know who's going to win the presidents? I I do think Colorado's probably going to win it because they're five points up on Florida and it seems like they have no reason to slow down. So I'm not really going to be surprised if no one can really catch um, Colorado at this point in terms of going on to you know get the presidents trophy. You know we all know it's cursed, so maybe it's a good thing Carolina might not win it. 
it would be kind of cool they say they did, but do you want that curse? Because it seems like whoever gets it doesn't go win the Stanley Cup because Tampa won it, got swept by Columbus in the playoffs. Colorado's won it. They've had trouble getting out of the second round. So if you're a Hurricanes fan, do you want to go for the President's Trophy or do you want to just, you know, secure the number one spot in the division, get home ice throughout the playoffs, and just see who you get in terms of seeding? Because it's either going to be, you know, it all depends on the wild card. Right now, the wild card is Boston and Washington. I don't see those two necessarily falling out. So I guess it really depends on how Carolina finishes in terms of are they going to be ahead of Florida or are they going to be behind Florida getting, um, you know, the, depending on who they would get in the first round and then go through there as well. So for me right now, it's just focus on the division, go in the, go in the Metropolitan, and then go see where they're at in terms of the playoffs and then just keep building from there. Because like I said, it would be nice for the President's Trophy. But it's not something that it's like super you want to go win it because there's got that it does have that little bit of bad voodoo on it. So it all really depends. But I think going into the division, that'd be a nice step, and that's a nice confidence boost. Going into the playoffs, I mean it's a Rod Brendamore led hockey team. I mean, I don't know how much more confidence the guys really need. I know they've been having kind of a batch gesture last month, but I mean every team goes through like a weird rough rough pass even though the hurricanes aren't really playing necessarily terrible hockey yeah they did lose four games at one point but they did break it that streak so i mean i'll rather take a little bit of a slump at this point of the season rather than doing in the playoffs so there's a lot of time for the hurricanes to you know fully click in and get going because it's like there's a lot of there's not a lot of games left but you're at a point of the season where you're playing for seedings at this point so not really necessarily right for the hurricanes so before we get to the next segment about the Max Domi trade, I want to do a quick um, announcement, shout out to our new sponsor. If you see it on our Twitter and Instagram, um, we have a new sponsor. We have Shocked Energy. They are a uh, great company. They do a lot of, you know, the gamer, you know, type, you know, drinks that you see, you know, with like, you know, G-Force. Um, there's, a, there's a whole bunch. There's a bunch of new you know, gaming energy companies where it's, you know, well, helps you advance your gaming and stuff like that. So really excited to jump on with Shocked Energy. They seem like a really great group of guys. Um, they have really two great flavors. They have grape, uh, green apple, and they also have watermelon. So if you go on to shockedenergy.com, um, I do have a link in my link tree. I'll add that into the show notes. If you click on that, go to their website. Um, that helps, you know, help them know that you guys came over and went through my link um, to go through their products. They have really good stuff. Like I said, they got the two flavors really good. Make sure to check those two you know types of flavors out. Uh, but if you also use my promo code SearchCast, um, you'll get 10% off your order. And, you know, if you want to help, you know, your game get better in terms of your gaming. So if you want to boost your player, why don't you also boost yourself? Get focused, get that hyper-focus, get that, Get in the zone and just take your gaming to the next level with Shocked Energy. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Don't only just shock your system, but shock the gaming world and just show that you're taking it to the next level with Shocked Energy. So I'm really excited to join those guys. So like I said, search cast at checkout. You'll get 10% off your order with Shocked Energy. So now moving on to our next segment of the show, uh, it is time to talk about the Max Domi trade. So the Carolina Hurricanes on the 21st, like I said, the very end of the trade deadline, they did surprise the hockey world by getting Max Domi. Um, Leading up to the trade deadline, I didn't really have Max Domi in terms of on the radar at all to be going to the Carolina Hurricanes because you think of because you see all the other guys that Carolina got linked to they got linked to Lampus Hampus Lindholm you know they got you know linked to you know Claude Giroux John Klingberg all these high profile guys you think they might go after one of them you know maybe shore up the defense in Klingberg or Lindholm um which for me Lindholm was getting way too much asking price because I think he's good. I just don't think he was worth the asking price that the Ducks were asking for in terms of getting him. So that was a little bit of a shocker. But, I mean, you know, it is what it is. He, now he's a Boston Bruin. So hats off to Boston, I guess, if you really want to. Which I don't, but whatever. Um, they got Hampus Lindholm. Uh, John Klingberg, he came out. Uh, he was for a while on the trade block, you know, the stars were thinking about moving on from him but then probably with a few days left before the deadline he did come off the market so the stars weren't willing to trade Klingberg, which was you know is what it is i understand you know they wanted to keep him around you know see what the team does um another guy I really wanted the hurricanes to go after was jacob chickering out of arizona because you know arizona you know has been getting rid of a lot of their guys you know oliver ekman larson's down in vancouver they've been taking like you know contracts like gosh to spare from the Flyers, they got Andrew Ladd, you know, they, they've taken on so many contracts and they've got like, I don't know, 30 something million in cap space. So you would think maybe the Hurricanes would find a way to go get Chickering off their hands. Um, unfortunately, Chickering did get hurt. So he wasn't able to get traded being on, you know, being on injured reserve. So can't really do anything about that. Um, Claude Giroux, I know for the last like maybe two, three weeks, there's a lot of noise being like, oh, the Hurricanes might go get Giroux you know, bringing to Carolina. And for me, it's like it would have worked, but how much of the contract were you willing to take on and what was the asking price? And you saw what happened with Florida. Florida gave up picks and Owen Tippett to go get um, Claude Drew. And I don't know if the Hurricanes would have gone out and done that for the fact that Don Waddell has been saying for a long time, we're not going to give up, you know, trade. We're not going to give up picks and all this other stuff and do these asking prices for these teams based on, rentals like i said they are getting there's someone getting a rental in max domi but it wasn't a it wasn't a trade for a rental that blew up the prospect farm or you're blowing away a bunch of first round picks so that definitely was a move i think the hurricanes never really wanted to do in terms of getting claude Giroux. so it kind of makes sense why they didn't go for that one as well um but like i said it was weird to see the hurricanes go get Max Domi. I think I saw probably somewhere around noon, one o'clock, 
maybe closer to the like, oh, the hurricanes are in for, the hurricanes are trying to go after Max Domi. They've been doing it all day. I'm at work and I'm like, excuse me, like the hurricanes are going after Max Domi. When did that happen? Like, I don't think anyone really saw that coming in terms of that the hurricanes were in for him because I mean, nothing against Max Domi. It's just he's been on so many teams as of late. I think this might be his like six or seventh team or something like that it's it's hard to keep track with max Domi where he's been because he's been in arizona he's been in montreal he's been with columbus so maybe this is his fourth team maybe his fourth team in three years but still that's that's just a lot of moving around and stuff like that so i'm curious to see what rod rendemore does with them i'm curious to see how he fits in with the hurricanes i just don't see what need he brings to the team i mean maybe some extra toughness for the fact that he'll stand up and have like maybe have him take fighting penalties or, or you know rough guys up you know in, you know in, in certain onset penalty scenarios rather than having like Andres Fetchikov go to the box or Sebastian Ajo or something like that you like you want to have your power play guys on the ice or you don't want to lose like your top penalty killers like Brett Bre- you know Brett Pesci or gosh forbid Jacob Slavin is like two penalties he gets per year but I guess it kind of adds a need maybe if there is one for Max Domi in terms of maybe he'll take the brunt of offsetting penalties or, you know, answering the call if, you know, guys are going to get, you know, ran over by the other teams. I guess it really depends on what Rod does. I guess it's kind of why they went to go get Max Domi. Like I said, it's still kind of a weird, um, they're in a weird spot right now in terms of like what his, addition to the Carolina Hurricanes is because they're not really much of a team that's going to go scrap everyone. It's a lot of tough defense. You know, they're structured. They suffocate you on defense. They roll out four lines. Then just it's wave after wave after wave of just attacking, you know, the opponent's zone. So I'm curious to see what Max brings in terms of, you know, in terms of that because he did play on the fourth line against um, Dallas. So I'm curious if he's going to be a lot of a fourth line, maybe a third line guy. I guess it really just depends. And then, you know, with whenever Jordan Martin gets back and how everything else lines up. So I'm curious to see what that is. But in terms of the actual trade, uh, the Hurricanes did trade uh, in uh, Hershuk. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing that name right. Um, basically, it's his signing rights to the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. He was a defenseman. Um, so he's now he went to Columbus. And part of that, so it's just his signing rights. Uh, the Florida Panthers, they um, from the Jackets, they did get Max Domi um, with half of his contract getting retained uh, from the Jackets, and they also got a 2022 six round pick that's technically Toronto's pick. Um, so then the Florida Panthers have Toronto's quote unquote sixth round pick for this year's draft, and from Carolina, they also got Igor. Korshkov, um, which was also his signing rates. So basically the Hurricanes gave up Hershek and Korshkov, um, their signing rates to, you know, Carolina or to Columbus and Florida respectively. And then, like I said, Max Domi, half of his contract was retained by Carolina. And then, so basically Max Domi was a Florida Panther for all of like 30 seconds. And then he goes to Carolina where for him, for Carolina's perspective of the trade, all their stuff came from Florida. They got Max Domi with half of his contract retained from Florida. So, so basically they halved the half from Columbus. So now Max Domi is on the Carolina Hurricanes for $1.325 million. 
compared to his 2.65 that would have been with Florida, like I said, which was half retained from Columbus. So basically, it was a it would it had to be a three week trade had to be done for Max Dumas to go from Columbus to Carolina, where they actually had the Florida, where they actually had the Panthers take Max Dumas, retain his half to go to Carolina. So they basically Carolina got Max Dumas for one point three five because if they took his full half that Florida got, it would not have fit in the cap struck. It would there would be no cap because, like I said earlier, they were under five hundred thousand dollars. So they so they had to have a third team to take on half of Max Domi's contract. So basically, Florida halved Columbus's and they half their half of that contract to get to Carolina. So like I said, Carolina has one point three two five after his contract got half retained twice by Columbus and Florida. It's craziness just how the hurdles teams have to take to get certain players from certain places. They actually have to have a third team just to be like, all right, we'll take him on. To take his contract, but you got to feed us, you know, picks and players to take on a, uh, a contract that we really don't have that we're never really going to have the guy touch the ice for us. So that's basically what Florida was, was just, a, you know, a, a way to get a player without actually him playing for the team. So it's interesting how that worked out. And Carolina also got a Tyler uh, Inamoto from Florida, which was his signing rights. Uh, last season, he did play with the University of Wisconsin. He's played there for the last three years. Haven't really heard about this kid very much. Um, like I said, because he is playing for the University of Wisconsin, but it wasn't someone that's you know like a you know Beniers or you know Johnston or stuff like that from you know the, like say University of Michigan, where you kind of know their names and you know that they're you know pretty prominent and stuff like that. Um, in terms of where they get drafted and a whole bunch of other stuff like that. So it's curious to see what um to see what Carolina does. I don't know if it's gonna be if they really want to take a shot on this guy. I I don't really know. Maybe it was just a thing for them to work out the deal somehow. I'm unless they see something in Tyler Inamoto's game that me and a bunch of other hurricanes podcasters and the writers and even people around the hockey world maybe might see that that we that we, maybe we don't see what you know about what tyler does so i'm curious to see what, what inamoto does um but he, the hurricanes do now own his signing rights uh for the team compared to you know how they gave up and her checks to columbus and then the florida panthers they got igor uh Korshkovs. so that's basically the deal that's basically the trade that the Carolina Hurricanes got Max Domi, Tyler Inamoto, both from Florida. Um, Florida got Max Domi for a little bit, retained half of his contracts in Carolina. They also got Toronto six-round pick, and then they got uh, Korshkov from Carolina, you know, to take on you know that contract. And basically, Columbus got Ian Hershek's signing rights. So basically, that's all Columbus, Columbus really got was a prospect with signing rights. Compared to Florida, where they got to pick out a player, and Carolina got two players. So that's basically the assumption of the trade. Like I said, I'm curious to see what Carolina does with him. So it all really, I guess, depends on what what the Hurricanes do. Like I said, with Inamoto, and then we saw what with the Dallas game, how the Hurricanes, you know, lost in a shootout four three. Um, see what Max Domi does. He did play the fourth line, so it all really depends on what the team does. Um, 
from there. So tonight, the Hurricanes do play. Uh, they start on a three-game road trip. They are going to be playing the St. Louis Blues tonight. Um, is an 8 o'clock game here on the East Coast. Uh, so that starts at 8 o'clock. And then Carolina plays on Monday against the Washington Capitals at 7 p.m. That game will be on NHL Network. Um, so th- those of you who maybe don't have ESPN Plus, if you're outside of Carolina or you know all of that, uh, they will be on NHL Network Monday night against the Washington Capitals. And then on Tuesday, they go play Tampa, and that'll be on ESPN Plus and Hulu. So basically they have three games in four days, and the fact that you have back-to-backs, back-to-back nights of Carolina playing uh, the Capitals on Monday, and then you got to fly that night after the game to Tampa to play the Lightning at 7 o'clock, and then they have an off day, and then they come back home on the 31st to play the Montreal Canadiens at 7 o'clock, and then uh, next Saturday they will host the Minnesota uh, Wild. That's a 7 o'clock game. So you basically for the next week you've got St. Louis tonight, Washington Monday, Tampa Tuesday, Montreal Thursday, and then you got Minnesota Saturday, um, and that will you know kind of wrap up March in terms of Montreal's game being on the Thursday, which is the last day of March, and then Minnesota being home to kick off the April slate of games and getting us into the last month of the regular season, where now they're going to make a push to see if the team does finish first in the division, go to the division title and see how the rest of the seedings for basically the Metropolitan Division and the playoffs are going to be. Like I said, they got a couple. They have two games in hand on Pittsburgh with three points already of a lead on them, so they could extend that. Just really depends on how tonight goes, how their two games against against you know Washington and Tampa go. So it's basically a, a big three-game road trip in four days for the Hurricanes. Like I said, then they got Montreal Thursday and then Minnesota on Saturday to, like I said, wrap up March, start April. So it's curious to see what the Hurricanes do. But like I said, make sure to keep an eye on for the Mont- for the Washington Capitals game. That will be on NHL Network. And then on Tuesday, the Tampa game, that's going to be on ESPN Plus and Hulu. Um, if you're in the area for Carolina, which for me, I'm in South Carolina, so technically I'm in the Bally Sports South region. Um, that game, unfortunately for me, we blacked out. So if you have Hulu, make sure to watch it on there. I think it's an exclusive. I think you don't actually have to have the Hulu live to get that game because I think it's a fact that it's just on Hulu in general. So if you have a Hulu account that's not the live but just the basic, um, I think you should be able to get that game. Don't quote me on it, but I think that's how it works for the Hulu side of those games that if it's on there if you just have an account in general without the live you should be able to get that hurricanes game on tuesday mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner some people were made to follow the instructions we were made to make our own to always measure twice and never cut corners unless of course we've got a compound miter saw 
Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So going into the fan questions, um, gonna get closer to wrap up to the end of the show. Uh, it might be a little bit shorter than usual. I guess it really depends on um, where we're at in terms of after fan questions and all that good stuff. And like I said, maybe do a quick recap of the episode just to you know see where we're at in terms of flow, in terms of time and stuff like that. But thank you to everyone who did send in questions. Um, I did get a couple more. So was one was just hoping of what we would talk about. So Bailey Curtis, yes. <laughs> I did talk about the Max Domi trade, so you are uh, welcome for that. So that was, um, like I said, a very interesting trade with the Hurricanes to see what they do with him. I'm curious to see how that works out. So it all, like I said, we saw it Friday. Uh, yeah, we saw it Friday against the Stars. So, or Thursday, yeah, Thursday against the Stars. So I guess it depends on how it goes with the rest of the season to see if it's more of just this year and that's it, or if we might see something farther down the road the other question i got uh was from kaniac zach so thank you zach so much for sending in your question uh episode two guest so friend of the show kaniac zach he asked me which two kids players would you invite over to have dinner with you and i've been thinking about this question for the last day or so and man it's it's tough because there's so many guys i want to pick you know i want to pick jacob slavin because he's my favorite player Love to talk to him, just pick his brain on stuff. Um, you know, Brett Pesci, he seems like a really cool guy. You know, I mean, love to talk to, you know, Seth Jarvis, you know, just get get a perspective of, you know, playing in the NHL as a rookie, playing at 19, turning 20 in the middle of the season, just to get his thoughts on just the lifestyle is of playing in the NHL at such a young age where, you know, you're 20. You were a teenager when you you're a teenager when you started the season and now you're 20. Um Jordan Martin could be a great guy to talk to because it seems like he's always bringing the energy with him, you know, his pregame stuff. He'd be kind of someone cool to talk to. Um, Andrei Svechikov, just, you know, talk to him as well. I mean, that'd be a lot of fun. I mean, we got the Finns. You know, you got Kakaniemi, you got Tavo, you got Sebastian Ajo. I mean, I think Tavo and, you know, Sebastian are more so, like, they seem more of, like, the quiet type of guy. So, I guess it depends on, like, to talk to them. Um but I would say probably actually, I, you know, I, I, I like your question too, but I'm actually going to pick three hurricanes guys. Cause it's always those questions of like, if you had to pick like three people current and past, who would you actually like your four person table? So Zach, I am going to modify your question a little bit and go with three hurricanes players. I am picking just Barry uh, Seth Jarvis, and I'm picking uh, anti Ranta. Um, just for the fact that per Seth Jarvis, that I guess just Barry Kakanami makes killer tacos. I would love to see the interaction of having KK make tacos and do that. And, you know, just see what the hype is about for that. And, you know, and talk to say, like I said, talk to Seth Jarvis, get his thoughts on, you know, being a rookie in the NHL. Um, and all that good stuff. So I, I would I would love to see you know pick his brain and see how that goes and what that would be like what it's like to be an angel at such a young age. And then Anthony Ranta, I mean, 
as everyone knows, he's Papa Finn. You know, he's Father Finn. You know, he's got that really great energy. He's always smiling. He always seems like he's having a good time. I mean, how can you not like Andy Beach uh, per his Instagram account? Because, like I said earlier, Beach, you know, translate from, you know, Ranta and, you know, from Finnish to English. So I would love to have Andy Beach just show up and, you know, just tell me, you know, just, you know, it'd be a great conversation with him, get his perspective on his career with, you know, just playing, you know, playing in Chicago, playing in Arizona. Now he's in Carolina, you know, get his thoughts, maybe see, you know, if he's a connoisseur of, you know, because he always seems like he's one of those guys. There'd be a connoisseur of like maybe like fine wines or maybe he's got like a good liquor collection, you know, just or just talk hockey or just talk life in general. So it seemed like Anthony Ronto would be a really great guy to talk to. So I would think for the three guys I'm picking, it's got to be KK for the tacos, you know, see what the hype is about with that. You know, Seth Jarvis, um, you know, like they like to pick his brain on a young guy who's been playing in the league right now. See how he feels about, you know, playing in the league and then. You know, like I said, talk to Anthony Ranta because I think he'd be a great guy to talk to as well, just to get his perspective on you know just life in general, you know, and you know see you know what his specialties are in terms of on off ice stuff. You know, like I said, fine wines, maybe like you know fine liquor, bourbons, whiskeys, all that good stuff. Or you know, like I said, just talk to him in general. So, Zach, I love your question. Um, I think two would be really. I think the two was tough for me to pick, so that's why I kind of did the three. Just to have a different perspective of like the, how much that conversation would be, but thank you, uh, you know Bailey. Thank you, Zach, for sending your questions. And if you guys have any questions to ask, um, when I drop that questions uh, post on Twitter, you know, send in your questions. I love interacting with you guys. You know, during games, before or after games, you know, it's a lot of fun on a Hurricanes Twitter. So if you guys have any questions for me. Um, even before I drop that, if you're like, hey, I have a question that I would like to, you know, send you. Um, if you don't want to put on that post, you know, you can DM me or you can DM the Twitter account. Um, you know, just send in your question through there if you want, and I'll happily answer it on the show. Um, but if you want to, you know, send it through the, you know, through that comment section on that tweet, just you know, go ahead and do that. You know, drop your question. I'll love to answer on the show because, like I said, I love interacting with you guys. I love answering your questions. It's always fun to have fan questions for the show. So like I said, if you have any, drop it. I'll answer it. Love interacting with all of you uh, Kaniacs um, per Twitter and social media in general. So like I said, thank you, Zach. Thank you, Bailey. Love, love, love answering your guys' questions. It's always fun every single week. Um, so just a quick wrap up of the show. You know, we talked about the Just Bear Cook and Yummy. Um Contract extension, eight years, kicks in next year. You know, a really good 4.82 for the next eight seasons. Basically matches Andre Sechikov's eight years, so they're both here until 2029, 20, 2030 at the end of that season. And the fact that uh, Jess Berry's deal is a partial, it's a partial modified no trade clause. So curious to see what his 10 teams would be. Um, Carolina is not going to move him. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But like I said, we got like, three seasons to go before they do the last five where that does kick in. So I guess it really depends on what that looks like three seasons from now where who would be on KK's quote unquote 10 team, no move clause. Um, talk about that real quick. We went down the roster kind of thought it'd be kind of cool to let everyone know where everyone's sitting at in terms of, you know, how much their contract taking up the cap, 
how long they're here for until what until you know when their contract ends up you know try to figure out what guys maybe might stay what guys might get might get moved depending on you know if it's a restricted or if it under or if it's an unrestricted free agency out in terms of that you know just take a look through the rest of the roster went through the max domi trade real quick um break down the, you know again tyler Inamoto as well you know all the you know the guy that you know the, all the rights that got sent to columbus and florida florida getting the pick as well and then retaining half of uh, Max Domi's contract from Columbus, and then Carolina taking half of that from Florida, and also just answered the fan questions. So pretty packed show uh, for episode eight for the Matt Collin edition <laughs> of the Searchcast. Um, so thank you for everyone who turned into the, tuned into this week's episode. I really enjoy it. Um, I hope you guys like when it's just me doing the show. Um, I know I've had guests on for pretty much six of the previous seven episodes so i guess you know leave me a comment you know tweet at me or tweet at the you know podcast twitter like hey you know i like you know when you have a guest on says so a little bit more banter or if you don't mind it just being me and i'm just you know talking to you for an hour or so just talking about the hurricanes in general um i love to hear if there's certain things you want me to talk about you know like hey there's a topic for an episode like hey can you talk about you know, this team or, you know, like a certain like year of a team, like the 2006 Hurricanes or the 2002 Canes or let's say the 2011, 2012 Hurricanes. Like I'm all for suggestions that might be towards maybe something we could do in the summer, you know, between with the fact we get between the draft and free agency, all that stuff. Or like I said, just even a main episode, I can do that for about, you know, 30 minutes, talk about whatever topic you guys want me to have. So a lot of this is interacting with Hurricanes fans on Kane's Twitter or, you know, just Hurricanes in general. So if anyone has any topics they want me to go over, like I said, please feel free to, you know, shoot me a message or, you know, tweet at me on Twitter through my account or the podcast account. You know, I'd love to be able to do stuff like that uh, for the regular season. Maybe do, the, like I said, the first half or the second half of the show and then do more topics later on and then you know let me know if you like when it's just me doing the show by myself or possibly when i have a guest on you like i had you know lane shearcliffe on last week talking about the chicago wolves i had matt soma you know kane's prospect from uh you know track of the storm i had him on talking about our prospects i had brad moore from the storm seller i had him on the show um to kick off this whole podcast of so you know you've liked me having guests on Please let me know. I would love to. I would love to be able to, to talk to more people, see if they want to come on the show. So if you guys are interested in maybe coming on the show, like I said, do the same thing with your topics and your fan questions. Hit you know, just hit me up on Twitter. Let me know. Hey, I want to possibly be on the show to talk with you about the Hurricanes, and then we can set up something to where I have you come on, and we can do either half the show or the whole show, whichever works for you um so like i said just message me and we'll figure something out if you would love to be a guest of the show i'm open to that and then like i said if you like to have more of a mix of me by myself and having a guest i would like to hear that too so this is a lot of for hurricanes fans from a hurricanes fan in terms of how you want this podcast to go like i said this is episode eight hoping to have a lot more in the future see where this goes but i would love nothing more than just have more interactions with you guys and knowing what works for you because i want to make this podcast i want to make the search cast the your go-to hockey podcast in terms of maybe if a rotation of me and king's cast with mike maniscalco and shane willis and maybe like i said brad more of the storm seller or if the guy's over a track in the storm you know if 
I would love to be part of whatever hockey podcast rotation, even just to be able part of that where you see the you see my podcast episode pop up on your feed. Like, all right, cool, we have a new episode, and you pop in and listen to it. That's what I'm hoping this becomes a, a weekly thing for you guys to have. Maybe when you're at work or you know you're going to or from work or you're taking a break throughout your day and you want to pop on a podcast. I would love to be part of that. It's just to be able to part of your guys' lives in terms of when there's no games going on, of course. I mean, to, don't, don't listen to me when you're when there's a hockey game on because I'd rather you guys watch the Hurricanes than come listen to me later or stuff like that. Totally understand. But like I said, I love love interacting with you guys. And I, like, I want to make this the best thing possible. So... Like I said, thank you so much for everyone who's turned in to listen to this episode. Like I said, make sure to check out the guys at Primo X Hockey. Like I said, they make really great equipment. They make really good apparel. Please, please, please check them out at PrimoXHockey.com. Uh, when you do check out at the bottom, there's going to be a comment section. Make sure to let them know that Zach from the Surge Cast sent you so they know that um, I sent you guys over there and the fact that you know it, it helps support me as a podcast and it helps support the guys over at Primo X Hockey because they do a really great job. I know they want to expand. They want to do more stuff over there. Plus, they're based out of Raleigh, so it's a really great Raleigh-based company. You know, shop local, support local, and like I said, they're night they're fifteen minutes from the stadium. Like, if you're in the Raleigh area, you know, you could do a pickup at the at the at the storage facility you know, that they're at, at their warehouse. Do a store pickup. You know, go talk to those guys. They're they're a really great group of guys. You know, go talk to them, hang out with them. Just make sure to. You know, check out PrimoXHockey.com. Get all your really cool equipment, apparel. You know, hey, like I said, you also could get a free koozie. So why not? Why not get a free koozie out of it? You get all this great stuff. You got to have something to accessorize your beer or your soda slash pop. Like I said, depending on the region you're from. So just go do that. And also, please check out Shocked Energy, where it's not just stepping up your game; it's just stepping up your gaming experience overall. Because you want to boost your player. You got to boost yourself as well, and you want to shock the world and have that you know focus to make your gaming experience better. Make sure it's through Shocked Energy. Like I said, they got green apple and watermelon. I have, I do have a uh, a link through my link tree, so make sure to click on that if you go through that, so it helps them know that you guys were sent through me. Or like I said, if you go to the checkout, type in Searchcast uh, S R S U R G E. C-A-S-T at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. So like I said, green apple, watermelon, do it through my link or do search cast when you check out uh, through them. But this was a lot of fun, guys. I hope you guys have, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, Episode nine will come out next week, but I hope you guys enjoyed episode eight. And until next time, guys, I will see you here at the search cast. Listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 